Good morning everyone and welcome to the Premier League Prism. So, the Premier League race is starting to really heat up in this month of December and uh, with every game week we are finding out that it's very hard to stay in touch with the top 3 or especially with City and Liverpool. Uh, like we talked in the last episode, Chelsea I thought was not playing that well in the past two three games and they were ready to drop a few point, points and that is what happened exactly against west ham when uh, west ham defeated them in the last game week and that means that uh, manchester city jumps to the first place and uh, liverpool to the second and chelsea come back to the third place though uh, the point difference between all three of them is not huge City is on 35 Liverpool on 34 and Chelsea on 33 but I think uh, this is exactly what the Premier League table will look like come the end of the season I think City will go all the way uh, followed closely by Liverpool because they are just on a roll and uh, followed on the third place by Chelsea so the fourth spot becomes really interesting and the fight is really really going to catch up now for the fourth spot because as we all know manchester united have got a new manager and they have a very fairly easy next 10 games to play ahead for them so in this entire month of december and uh, till maybe 15th or 16th of january Uh, I don't think there is any game that uh, United should fear, and uh, I think they'll be collecting three points in all of them. A uh, draw would be a bad result for them in these games in the upcoming fixtures. But uh, Tottenham is again in the race. Tottenham right now stands in fifth position comfortably, and uh, they also have a game in hand. so they have a points total right now 25 in 14 games so if they win that one game in hand they'll be 28 points which means they'll go ahead of west ham in the fourth position and take the fourth place from west ham when they win that game in hand so tottenham is again right into the mix of all things and uh, this is going to be a crucial crucial race for the top 4 Uh, as i predicted in the earlier episodes of this podcast i don't think west ham will be able to keep the pace come the end of this month because i think that uh, they'll run out of steam there are too many games in this month and mikel antonio's injury record is not something that i'll bank upon so i think that west ham will fall off but yeah they've beaten chelsea and showed that they are a pretty formidable side this season and they can beat any team on their day so nothing can be taken for granted so this means right now as things stand there are three teams which are comfortably fighting for the top for the fourth spot in the premier league which are manchester united tottenham and west ham well i think all of all these three squads united has the best squad right now and i think and they also have the easiest of easiest run of games next 5 6 7 games for them are very easy next game is against norwich after that it's brentford then it's against brighton after that you face newcastle then burnley then wolves then aston villa then west ham so west ham is the game on january 22nd and before that on january 15th united have a game against aston villa 
and Aston Villa has been again under Steven Gerrard they have started flying which was not something that I expected will be the case but uh, he's proving me wrong so Aston Villa again becomes a tricky game for United but before that till January 15th I think all of the games are winnable for Manchester United and they have the squad to win all those games so I think uh, United come 15th of January will be sitting comfortably in the fourth spot but uh, since Antonio Conte has come in charge of Spurs he he would be very hard to displace from his position and he also has a game in hand and points advantage so I think this is going to be a tough tough fight for the fourth spot West Ham for me are the outside chance holders in the fourth spot race because I think they will fall off at some point during the season but United and Tottenham especially are the two teams will be who will be fighting hammer on tongs for this fourth spot so uh, apart from apart from what's been happening in the last week uh, yesterday there was a game between Arsenal and Everton and uh, Everton beat Arsenal two goals to one and uh, this might has come might have come as a surprise to many including me because Everton had not been in the best of their forms right now and Arsenal was pretty pretty good before the loss to United and Liverpool they were flying they had been 10 games unbeaten and uh, these last 2-3 games have been not so good for them and this clearly shows that in Arsenal the problem is a problem of mentality and the senior players not participating in the games as well as the younger ones are doing it's a team that is being carried by youngsters which is strange because they have players like Aubameyang, Lacazette and Thomas Partey but uh, these players especially Aubameyang is not taking the leadership the way he should and he is not showing the way to the youngsters like he was in Dortmund years he was a flying striker who was scoring 25-30 goals every season and even in his first season in the Premier League he was very close to winning the Golden Boot but after that after especially after the new contract that he's got uh, over and above what Arsenal paid for Mesut Ozil he has just put his foot off the accelerator and he is right now Arsenal's captain and not a worthy captain in my opinion so I don't think Arsenal fighting for the fourth spot I think Arsenal will be lower than Spurs, Manchester United and West Ham so I think Arsenal finishing somewhere between 7th or 8th uh, but yeah this will be a very very strong fight for the fourth spot between West Ham, Spurs and Manchester United Coming to Manchester United, there is new news. Uh, Ralph Ragnick has appointed Chris Armas as his staff, as his first team coach. And uh, Chris Armas, Ralph Ragnick worked with him in 2019 in the New York Red Bulls. And uh, he is a man that Ralph knows well. And uh, I think since Michael Carrick's departure, he Ralph Ragnick needed someone whom he trusted and whom who knew Ralph Ragnick's style of play 
so i think this is a welcome addition to the coaching staff and uh, there's also news that sasha lens from rb leipzig who is a sports psychologist is also coming to join manchester united which will be a huge news because the game that is going right now sports psychologists are a very very important part of the coaching setup uh, the game is as mental as it is physical it's all about mental strength and uh, sports psychologists go a long way in keeping the players in the right frame of mind and keeping them at the peak of their powers because this is the time of the season when you won't get as many training sessions on the field but uh, you have to keep your head sharp and whatever is between your ears should be up to the mark in order to compete in all these games uh, so i think both these appointments have been very very good and uh, once they get their work visa because brexit is uh, coming in the way so it's a lot trickier now to get work visa than it was before but uh, yeah they'll be getting their work permits soon enough i think by the end of this week and they'll be uh, joining the manchester united staff which is which are must needed appointments right now so what we saw in the previous games against crystal palace for manchester united fans was a welcome sight like the 4222 formation worked really well especially in the first half an hour 40 minutes players especially after only just one training session for 45 minutes or so Uh, they grasped whatever ralph told them really well and they were pressing from the front they were defending from the front and uh, apart from the slap chance i guess in the 70th minute or so crystal palace uh, didn't really make a lot of chances in the game and in the first half united looked like scoring every two or three minutes and they could have had two or three goals in the first half alone but uh, that didn't work out and uh, it's okay it was just the first game it was an introduction to ralph's style of play for manchester united fans as well as the players and uh, all went well uh, the supporters in the ground were saying that they haven't seen this kind of intensity in a game for a long long time this was maybe the best first half of the season and it looked like that because the players were up for it and uh, they were they were launching into tackles they were winning the first ball second balls and uh, they were pressing from the front and uh, ronaldo was doing his bit as well and uh, this is what i said in the last episode of this podcast that uh, ronaldo will come good in this pressing system as well because ronaldo has come good in all the systems he has ever played in he is a crown jewel of this team and he will turn out to be good yeah though he didn't get his goal in the last game but he had a lot of chances to score especially from the headers from the crosses that telles and uh, diogo dalo were whipping in and uh, these are positive signs because ronaldo is a master header and uh, if these crosses keep coming in he'll score a lot of goals and uh, the team is when they're pressing from the front when, the, when they're defending from the front they win the ball high up and that means a lot of chances being created for cristiano ronaldo which are all the good signs for the future 
Apart from that, I wanted to talk about Diogo Dalo and Alex Telles. Diogo Dalo, especially because he had been frozen out of this team, especially in this season because his last loan spell against AC Milan in the last season in AC Milan last season was very 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 good. And uh, since Aaron Van Bissaka has not been very good going forward, I was in my pre- previous episodes as well. I've said that uh, I'm looking forward to Diogo Dalo having a chance in this team because he will provide that attacking outlet that we need from the right back position. And uh, he was good against Arsenal, but he was even better against Crystal Palace. He is someone who is a constant threat from that uh, left back, right back position, running to the wing position and delivering crosses, creating chances. And the same goes for Alex Telles. Luke Shaw, I think, has a higher ceiling as compared to Alex Telles when they are, when they are both playing in their prime form. I think Luke Shaw will be a better player than Alex Telles, but uh, Alex Telles has some qualities which are far superior to Luke Shaw. His delivery, his crossing is much, much better if you ask me than Luke Shaw. He is not as good defensively as Luke Shaw is. And Luke Shaw is also very good going forward. So Luke Shaw is not like Aaron Van Bissaka that he just can't attack. He can and he is very good at it. But uh, what we need right now in this system, especially with Cristiano Ronaldo at the top, we need a lot of crosses and Tellers does that. He has magnificent shooting foot and uh, even the free kick that he took which which struck the bar, that was a real good shot and it shows the quality that he has on the dead balls. So, uh, I think Alex Tellers and uh, Van Bissaka and, sorry, Diogo Dalo will be very hard to replace again in this team. Even if Luke Shaw comes back, I, he'll have to play out of his skin before Alex Tellers claims this spot again because Alex Tellers has been very good in the past two games and I don't think Van Bissaka is going to claim his spot back again from Diogo Dalo anytime soon because Diogo is just too good going forward and that is what we need. We are not a defensive side. Most of the teams that we play against in the Premier League will park the bus against us so we don't need a defensive right back and uh, I think Diogo Dalo is here to stay and he will be playing a key part in this season. Also, we didn't see a lot of Van de Beek in the last two games, but he has been coming from the bench quite often now, which means he is knocking on the door of the starting eleven, and uh, he might get a chance to start a game soon enough. Though I hope it happens before Pogba comes back from his injury, because after Pogba comes back from his injury, I'm pretty sure he'll claim one of the spots in the midfield. And uh, so if Van, if uh, Donny Van de Beek needs if Donny van der Beek has to claim his spot in the starting eleven, it has to be in this month. There is no other chance for him in this United setup. Uh, coming back to Fred and McTominay, they were very, very good in the midfield in the game against Crystal Palace. Though there are some obvious flaws in their game, especially in McTominay's. But uh, I think I think they played really well out of position. They were very good in position. They did misplace a few chances. But uh, if play if Fred especially plays as high up as he was playing in the first two games, his bad aspects of the game, which is long passing 
and uh, you know getting the ball out from the back are uh, overlooked and then he is very good in playing the short passes and intercepting the game and uh, these are the good things that fred will provide and i think fred is going to stay in ralf ragnick's team as well so uh, for me the ideal midfield three would be bruno fernandes fred and paul pogba when pogba is fit but till the time pogba is not fit i would like to see bruno fernandes fred and maybe donny van de beek starting a lot more games so this is what i see going forward tonight we have a champions league game against young boys and uh, we have already secured a qualification to the round of 16 so this game is all about finishing in the top of the group so that uh, we have a favorable draw in the round of 16 Uh, I think there'll be a lot of changes in the team. I think Anthony Martial will play. I think Donny Van de Beek will play. I think, I think a lot of changes will be made in the playing eleven because I think Ronaldo will be rested. Though it might be the case that Ronaldo starts because he wants to get his goal tally up in the Champions League, but I don't think Ralf Ragnick will risk him in this game because this actually is right now a non-game. Uh, I think Ronaldo will be rested for the game against Norwich City. Uh, I think Ronaldo will be rested for this game so that he could be fresh for the game against Norwich City. Uh, so I see a whole lot of changes in the squad for this upcoming game against Young Boys, and uh, I'm looking forward to see the fresh faces in the team and let's see what they can do in the Ralf Ragnick team. and uh, since this will be the second game of a new manager in charge they will they will be a lot more clearer of what to do on the field the players will have a lot clearer ideas about how to go ahead with the game plan and uh, sooner rather than later the team will start grasping everything that ralph says in the crystal palace game the first half was very very good but in the second half the players it looked like they were losing steam especially by the end of 70th minute i think the players had lost their steam and uh, then they were going back to what they were doing in the oli era uh this will take time to improve but i think in the next two or three games this will be sorted out players will raise their fitness levels and uh, i think i think sooner rather than later we'll be seeing the same attacking football we played in the first half against crystal palace to last the entire 90 minutes this is this this will be amazing because it's a trickier games that united will have to play against city liverpool chelsea and tottenham are going to be starting in late february and march so between then we have a lot of time we have kind fixtures and uh, i think i think this team is going to gel pretty well and pretty quickly as the signs are all there in the first two games that uh, these players are grasping the methods of ragnick and uh, i think this is this is going to be an excited exciting time for manchester united so uh, let's see let's see what happens in the upcoming fixtures this is this is this is going to be very 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 exciting the the premier league is 
going down to the wire now and uh, yeah this this season is only now beginning to unravel and uh, this is this is exciting so uh, see you guys again in the next episode we hope we would have united would have won against young boys there would be no injuries and uh, then i'll be previewing the game against norwich city so see you on the other side guys if you're liking the podcast if you're liking my views and the content in the show please subscribe the podcast and please spread the word it would be a great help thank you and uh, again do tune in to premier league prism from time to time this is your host nishant avasti saying goodbye bye bye